Welcome back to the Deep Five Podcast. I'm your host as always, Andres Ramos. Today's going to be your regular bullshit, the quick 10 to 15 minutes. I'm just going to, you know, bullshit about everything. Uh, today, I guess I'll just, uh, well, to start it off, I guess I'll say what I did today. Today, what I did was absolutely nothing. <laughs> All I did was fucking work. Same old bullshit. I know you guys are feeling it too. It's just, you know, when you get into work for so long, you've been working at one spot for so long, the shit just seems like it, goes, it flies by, but not in a good way, you know? You're like, fuck, I'm here again. Next thing you know, you're off of work, and this is the same fucking bullshit. And I don't know if that sounds like like I hate myself, because like, I don't, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's, it's the same, it's the same old shit every single day, but we got to find a way to, to, you know, push us through the day, make us happy. That's why I'm putting it out to you, 15 to 20 people, and that's why, you know, I try to put out the best, the best, the best shit I can. You know, I'm still working on it. You know, I'm not fucking perfect. No one is in this world. But if you were to choose a perfect podcaster, uh, I'd be very, 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 very on the bottom of that list. You know, but um, I just want to say thank you to everyone listening to the to the podcast with Sammy and uh, Sammy. I know you're listening to this right now. Thank you, dude. I really appreciate the shit you did for me. I really appreciate you know the 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 ins and outs of like um of like how you viewed the podcast to go and how you wanted it to go and how it did go. And I, I, I hope, you know, I hope everyone enjoyed it. And it, it, it's an open invitation, dude. Whenever you want to come swing by and shit, you just want to shoot the shit with one of these podcasts, you can just come by and bullshit with me, brother. I'm pretty sure that everyone listened to this, that, that, that heard you, they liked you. And um, I, I, w- I would love to have you back on whenever you feel like you want to come back on. Now, um, you know, I, I don't know if I made it like too, too, uh, too clear, like who said the, who made the music for that podcast that day. It's, it's my friend Raiden J r-a-i-d-e-n-j-a-y and um i'm pretty sure he said it but i I fuck with this dude's music so heavy that i really want more people to listen to it it it, it, the the way he puts his beats together the way he makes it sound the way he makes it um the way he puts mixes together whether it's like a couple lyrics he puts it to a beat that seems way more chill and but he finds a way he molds it puts it molds it together to make it sound beautiful and it's really something i would like like you guys to check out so whenever you can you can check out his soundcloud or just follow him on instagram and um yeah, it, it, it was a cool experience, man, having Samuel over. And uh, I hope that some people that listen to that podcast that day, you guys stuck through with me, and you guys, uh, you guys can stay and listen to the pod. If you guys didn't care for it, you guys don't want to stick around. And for you know, farewell, man. You guys fucking do your thing. Um, the first thing I'll get into today is um, is weed. Uh, your best return of investment in weed, and it's not flour. It's not um, it's not you know like the the pre roll joints in my opinion. I think the best return of investment for marijuana is is edibles. Now edibles, you know, like um, there there this is a very thin line of what the fuck is gonna happen to you. It's whether you're gonna have a, a perfect high and be cool the rest of the day and be awesome, or you're gonna be stoned till next fucking month. You know what I mean? Now that's what sucks and that's what's great about them, but. What's dope about them now is, you know, they sell them at a price where it's like, um, you know, for 10 bucks, I'll be able to get like 10 grams of, of, of edibles, which, you know, not 10 grams, 100 grams of edibles, which, you know, each gummy would be 10 grams. That shit get you fucked up for a whole day or they'll separate them to like 20 pieces of like five grams. That's the ones I'm fucking with. And man, the, that, that shit's the best fucking bang for your buck, man. You take one of those before you go to sleep, you'll sleep like you'll sleep like you're in heaven, man. It's awesome. But, you know, it, it, it's just it, it's pretty dope how it's just how how the how creative they've gotten weed you know you go into the, the shop nowadays they got you know the other day me and my fiance we got uh, we got tea we got honey of weed which it, it was like a fucking grocery store in there like a little section of groceries you know you can make lemonade weed or chat that weed you can make a bunch of bullshit and it's just so cool seeing how it is now you know and um i always trip out too about how 
how liberal it is now, you know, like how fucking cool people are with weed. Back then, it was like I remember like going into Burger King, like me, not Burger. That was a terrible example, but like any store with me and my brother, and we'd be stoned out of our fucking minds. And it's just like the the looks people would give you, just smelling like weed, and people would be fucking pissed. Now you're outside of Target, you got motherfuckers in a wax pens, and it's just like another day, you know. It's fucking awesome. I'm not complaining for nothing, but it's just like it's just so trippy seeing how how we've evolved as a society to accept weed like that you know what i mean because i even knew a couple people back in high school that was like nah i think those i think motherfuckers that smoke weed like that they're a bunch of a uh, bunch of dickheads they're fucking dumb you know i mean they're not wrong but <laughs> but it's like fuck man you know like uh, there's a lot of fucking smart people that smoke weed and shit it's just any like any other fucking any other substance you know what i mean fucking the biggest geniuses in the world i bet a lot of them smoke weed you know look at rogan look at elon i mean elon only heard that one time but I st- I'll take them in the family of marijuana, you know what I mean? But it was just cool going into the shop and seeing that shit and just thinking how, you know, in 20 plus years, you're going to be telling stories about how you go into a into a shop and you just, you buy weed, you know, it's so easy now. And I think we're we're not far off from going inside stores and seeing it like at um convenience stores, which is going to be fucking crazy if, if and when that happens. And it's just gonna be nuts telling kids that, you know, you know, Segura has, a, Tom Segura, a pretty famous comedian, he has a joke about that, about saying how he's going to tell his kids how they... You know, it's a real elaborate joke how he goes to, does does like the whole drug drug deal and shit. And it's just, you know, and it, he says it's just going to be hilarious telling your kid that's like, yeah, like, fucking, we went through all that. And now you can buy that weed at A&PM, you know? And it's fucking true. It's just so trippy thinking that. It's just, it, it's trippy how, just how much people can hate something for so long that has this one, this, like, one thing around it where it's like, yeah, it's bad for you. It ruins your brain. Then, boom, in the snap, like, in the snap of nothing, the year goes by, that shit's legalized, and I was accepted, you know? My dad even, he, he doesn't accept, like, me doing it, of course. He doesn't accept none of that shit when it comes to, like, you know, his kids. But he's even accepted in a society where he, if he smells, he don't really say nothing. Back then, he'd fucking look around and be like, where are these fucking idiots at, you know? <laughs> but, you know, that's, that, that's how it is now, you know? And um, my recent obsession with, with eating too, not eating, fucking, that sounded horrible. My my recent, like, food I've been fucking with heavy, when I am stoned, I take one of these edibles, is fucking popcorn, man. I don't know what the fuck it is about popcorn. Something about chilling out, just fucking watching TV, Hulu or some bullshit, and eating some popcorn. That shit's great, eh, man. You know, popcorn is just so, so many things you can do it to it. You can put fucking m M&M, and I don't know if a lot of people do this. You can put M&Ms in it. If you guys haven't tried it, it's pretty fucking bomb. I just don't really fuck with M&M's like that because, like, they grind against my teeth and shit. I fucking hate that, man. But you throw M&M's, you put gummy bears in the motherfucker. That shit's bomb. I mean, like, you know, I got really high the other day. I put blueberries in it. It was really fucking good. But then again, I might have been really fucking high and I just, my taste buds were going off the fucking knocker, you know. I was just eating anything in my fucking way. But popcorn's good, man. You see this big-ass bag and it's just this fluffy corn and it pops. Hence the name, popcorn. (laughs) But, um, I don't know. I don't know why I got that out there. It's just... Shit's coming to my mind. I just thought of popcorn and fucking that shit's just so dank, man. Just the, the variety of ways you can eat it and shit. And today I was playing, um, today I've been playing Madden and shit. I've been playing Madden like a motherfucker, man. If people, you guys listen to me, if you guys play Madden, holy shit, how much does that shit piss you off? That shit will make and ruin my day, man. If I, if, if I miss a field goal that ruins the game and shit, it's just the fucking worst. And yeah, you know, the only reason I mean that up, that's the only thing that's on my screen right now. And it's just... It's just ridiculous, like, how much I think about it. Like, even when I'm at work, I'll think about schemes to fucking do, like, on defense, and it's the dumbest fucking shit in the world. I get, of course, I'm talking about the Super Bowl and everything. I'm just gonna, I'm, uh, I'll talk about the Super Bowl, the game-wise, but, um, last thing I want to say about the edibles, too, is just how good of a sleep you, I think I already said it, just how good of a sleep you get. I've been having, like, not a lot of sleep problems, but, like, within the past couple months, every once in a while, I have a sleep problem. Man, I pop one of those bitches in, they get you fucking cool shit. Now, 
The only thing I want to talk about when it, when it comes to the Super Bowl is, uh, well, of course, I'm going to do the whole half of the end half of the show. Where I'm going to talk about the sports. I know there's a couple people wondering what the fuck I'm going to say about the game and shit. But um, the halftime show, this is what I, this is what tripped me the fuck out is how much outrage there was. From an outsider's perspective, I wasn't hyped about this fucking halftime show at all. I was making fun of it. I was mocking it. You know what I mean? J-Lo and Shakira, I was like, yeah, I'm cool, you know? But it was a really good fucking halftime show. I, I don't care for Bad Bunny, but he he did good on it, you know. I think Bad Bunny is just, I don't know, just simply, he's just not for me. But fucking, you know, he's like he tore it up on the stage. You know, Shakira did a thing. That little like tongue flick thing she did was fucking hilarious. That shit made my night. Uh, J Lo, she looked fucking great. She's fifty years old and she looks great like that. I really hope I, I really hope we have I have genetics like that, you know. And um. Yeah, it was just overall great show, and now, but the thing I, I, I want to talk about the most about is just the backlash they get. Now, most people, if they're watching the halftime show, they're watching the game. You know what I mean? First thing I want to say about it: if you're watching, if, if you're watching a halftime show and you're saying it's too sexual for your kid, you're also watching dudes get their fucking brains mushed in. You know what I mean? You're also watching people getting fucking ram, their heads rammed against each other, and maybe never be the same. Especially in the Super Bowl, Super Bowls make it or break it you can be you can be out with the broken leg for fucking for months to a year but as long as it was to get a game saving fucking touchdown then fucking it was well worth it so motherfuckers played like that you know what i mean that's the super bowl so the fact that people are so outraged saying how so how sensitive their kids are yet they're watching a game that's fucking uh, uh besides combat sports is probably the most brutal game in the fucking in, in, in the world if not for rugby or hockey you know and those three could be uh equally fucking put head to head to each other and the other thing, when they bring up this whole thing about, like, the, the you know, it being too sexual and shit. Now, most kids that are watching the Super Bowl with their parents, they can rage, they can rain, they can go from ages from, like, you know, little kids to, like, 10 to 15-year-olds. If you're one of the parents that's bitching about your 14 or 15-year-old seeing Shakira and J-Lo shake their ass on TV, I got some breaking news for you, bro. Your fucking kid is watching some way crazier shit when you're asleep, you know what I mean? That motherfucker is, I mean, I, I was a 14-year-old before. Like, I was a fucking weirdo, you know what I mean? Every every kid that's that age is fucking is curious, is fucking wild. Back in the day, you would just think about shit and be like, oh, I can't wait till fucking something happens. Nowadays, all the motherfucker has to do is go on his browser, hit up private, and fucking next thing you know, he's in a whole new world, bro. And that is some crazy shit to a, to a little kid. So if you're thinking he's going to see Shakira and, and J-Lo, at a, a 14-year-old's going to see that shit and go, oh my God, what is that? Sorry to break it to you, bro. He saw what the fuck is under all that shit and many, much, much more. You know what I mean? It's gnarly how the internet is, but it's like, yo, anyone can fucking, anyone can get on that shit. But yeah. And, um, like, I, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, this one's gonna be a, a quick pod, so I'm just gonna get right into the sports right now. So if you, you hate sports, if you're one of those ones that just can't stand sports, I'm getting into it right now. So... The Super Bowl was this Sunday, and of course we had the matchup of the Kansas City Chiefs, the Patrick Mahomes-led Kansas City Chiefs against uh, against the defense-led uh, 49ers. I'm not gonna say Jimmy G because oh, I'll get into that right now. But um, it, it it was just to be general, but it, it was a fucking great game, man. The game was awesome through the whole time. You know, it, was, it never felt like anyone was gonna was gonna win at any time. It felt like at any time. Uh, like Kansas City was going to come back, which they ultimately did. I felt like any time uh, Niners were going to put a put a nail in the coffin. It was it, it was a very entertaining game. Now, I was rooting for the Niners because my dad's a Niner fan, and um, but I was also, also I was just watching as like a fan perspective. And one thing I I like 
I think one big takeaway you got to take away from this shit is just Kyle Shanahan, man. I'm not one of those dickheads that's trying to say fire him because those people are fucking idiots. But it's it, it, it's weird how he just can't finish a game, you know, or he he doesn't he doesn't realize when to just take the gas off of the pet, you know, take the take the pet off the gas, you know. He doesn't realize when to just cool in and say, all right, now we got to run the ball more. Now we got to we had the lead. It's a, it's a good lead. We can just keep running it down their throats, which they did excellent in. Which I don't understand why they fucking stopped. It was just so weird that they just. In the second half, it was it was so weird how they, all throughout the playoffs they whooped our ass doing it too. They were running it down everyone's throat, and you know, but whenever Jimmy G did throw something, there was always something that was dangerous. You know, something that could have been picked, something that could have could have ultimately fucked them over there in the end. And that happened with all their games in the, in in um in the playoffs. You know, it happened with us. We got a pick off of them. But with that being said, as soon as that happened, they said, "Fuck that! We're running, 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 running." And they won all their games like that. And it's just so weird that they get to the Super Bowl. They're winning in like the exact same fashion. And then all of a sudden, the second half comes. And they're, they're saying, all right, Jimmy, now you got to fucking prove why we why we need to give you all that money. Which is like, bro, it's just so dumb. If they, Jimmy G is not coming to my mind at all when it comes to win this game for me in the end of the fucking game. I don't think it's going to anyone's minds unless you're a delusional Niner fan, you know. I think, you know, what everyone says about Jimmy is true. And I think that's... That's why, you know, I was saying it, but I wasn't saying it as loud as people because I, I, I was, the only thing I'll say bad about Niner fans, my, my dad's not like this at all, but, but but Niner fans are so fucking sensitive, man. As soon as someone says something bad about Jimmy G, you, they, they've cried for so long, and it's like, dude, he's not a great quarterback. He's good. He's average, but he's not what you guys, like, put him out to be. And it clearly showed, like, in the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? I know it's, like, that's the fucking peak of, like, the game you can get to. But you guys got to the dance because, because you guys didn't have to use him as an elite quarterback because he's simply not. He's just not that guy. His, his stats say what he is, and he's a system quarterback, which is another thing that gets me weirded out that people get upset about. You want a system quarterback. You don't want to be. You don't want your quarterback to be the guy that's fucking uh, slinging it all day and just getting crazy bombs. There's a guy in the NFL that's been doing that for fucking for like years and years. His name's Aaron Rodgers. He only got one Super Bowl out of it. You know what I mean? That's one, of course, but it's like. It's just so many things played out for that Super Bowl run. There was a big, you know, their defense got a lot of, a lot of um, emotion to the playoffs, and it's just everything went perfect for them. But usually, the guy that's slinging the ball like that, he's not going to win the fucking game. You want your quarterback to be a system quarterback. The guys that won the Super Bowls, you got them. Um, of course, number one, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Everyone can say what they want to say about Tom Brady, but I think what he what he does is fit a system well. And when he fits that, when he fit into that system, he knew not to fuck around, and he knew to make the passes he had to make. He he never did. He's never been the guy to fucking. He's never been the guy that you saw like on Sunday on Monday morning. Like yo, you see Brady do this fucking sixty yarder, you know, the fucking amazing bomb. He's never been that guy. And I think Jimmy's in the same wheelhouse, but. Bill knows how to use Tom in a perfect way, which is a way that I feel like, you know, Shannon should take some fucking, some, uh, write some notes down on that shit. You know what I mean? Of course, I'm just a fan, and it's like, that's saying something huge, like, yeah, Shanahan's not a Bill. But again, it's like, man, you got to learn when to fucking tell your quarterback, all right, right now, it's just not the time. Let's just keep running the ball. And the way they got away from Debo Samuel, he was just tearing it up in the first half. In the second half, it's like, all right, now we're going to fucking try to let Jimmy loose, which is so fucking weird, you know? Tevin Coleman playing with the fucked up arm. I don't understand how they're going to get Mostert, uh, uh, you know, a couple more touches and shit. He's been tearing it up all playoffs, too. He's been looking great. 
and you know, it's, it, it, it was just it was just a weird way seeing how everything folded in the second half. And like I said, I put most of this on Kyle Shanahan because this is the second time it's fucking happened. The biggest reason why the fucking Pats lost is because the offense went on. I mean, the Pats beat the Falcons is because the Falcons kept coming onto the field. Three and out, quick as fuck. The ball's right back to Tom. He scores. Ball's right back to Tom. It, it, it just kept going. And fucking if Tom's going to do it, you know damn well fucking Patty the MVP's going to do that shit. And it, and it happened, and it was, and while it was happening, like, it, I know, like, everyone that was watching the game with us was like, oh, fuck, man, they're blowing it, they're blowing it, but it's like, man, it's just, it seemed all too familiar, it was just weird, it was weird how he just, how everything was just like, all right, we're changing everything up, and, and, and people were saying, you know, a lot of people were saying, like, oh, fuck, the defense, like, fatigued, like, they gave up, dude, who's not gonna give up when you're going out there every fucking two minutes having to chase a motherfucker like Patrick Mahomes down, they're not giving their time for their defense to rest, because they're going in and out of there, you know, and I, and it was just so weird, it's like, and from what Jimmy showed them within those first couple drives, they should have said, all right, let's fucking chill, time to fucking run it, and just waste the clock, that's all you guys had to do, waste some fucking time, get a couple first downs, you, and they look great on running, who knows what the fuck would have happened if they would have kept running, but that's the Super Bowl, you never fucking know, you know, people fuck up, the stage sometimes is just too big for people, and I, I really hope you know that's not the case for uh, for for Shanahan. I, I kind of do, could be a Vikings fan, you know what I mean. But you know, but that's the thing they fucked us up, and they fucked us up seeing like they fucked us up playing perfect football, the type of football that the that the Pats have been playing for years, stellar defense, competent offense that wins you fucking championships, man. And it was just, and what I saw from the Niners when they played us. I like I saw that all first half and then second half it was a totally different team the team they were the second half it was just I didn't it didn't make any fucking sense it was weird and uh, yeah and like the whole two minute drive the 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 last two I think it was like a minute and a half that they had right before the second half started and shit right before the second right before the first half ended no timeouts used by Kyle he had three of them didn't do shit man and they were running down the field too and it's just nothing and so it was just a weird game and with that being said, I mean, you know, not talking shit about the 90s, but it's congrats to the Chiefs, man. Fucking Patrick Mahomes is an amazing quarterback. That guy, he's he's great. You know, the first half, it, it, like I said, the first half of Lewis Niner football was just putting the pressure on him all day. Second half, he got the defense tired out. Now he's fucking just slinging, slinging the ball right to Tyreek Hill, fucking just... Doing, doing beautiful shit. Can't fucking not remember fucking uh, Damian Williams. He fucking tore it up too. It was overall a, a great game. And but it, it was just, it was just fucking weird, man. And it's just unfortunate, you know, for my dad and shit. It was I, I really wanted to see them win. I would, I really wanted to see like Nick Bosa, you know, do his thing. I know I don't want to get all political and shit, but I don't understand why people were so happy saying, "Oh, like fuck him. He's not gonna go see the White House now because he's a big Trump guy." Man, like, well, I watch sports so people don't have to fucking talk about politics, man. Shut the fuck up. If the dude wanted to meet Trump, he's he, he might fucking meet him already. You know what I mean? He's a great player. Just because they lost doesn't mean he's like can't fucking meet him. Just because he lost, it's like, a, yeah, fuck him. He's not going to meet Trump. It's like, what are you talking about, man? It's a fucking football game. Shut the fuck up. And it's it, 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 it's just weird when it comes to that shit. When, it gets, when politics get into football, that can be a whole other podcast where it's just... That frustrates me so bad because, like I just said, I watch sports so I don't have to fucking get into politics. But people fucking, they, but shitheads find a way. But of course, that's that's Twitter being Twitter. They they're the ones that just find find a way to politicize everything, and it's just unnecessary. But yeah, I I, I and a way too early prediction. I think 
I think the Niners are going to have a hangover. I don't think they're going to be the near the same team that they were this year. And it, and I think it's just, it's normal, of course. I think they just have so much star power. And I think the, this game's going to fuck with them for a while. Sherman didn't look the same. It was, it was real weird at the second half. It was just super fucking weird. I just don't think they're going to be the same team. I think I don't think they're going to be similar to the Rams. I think the Rams only had one tool to use back then, which was Todd Gurley. And now that he's hurt and banged up, and it's clear as day that he that Super Bowl game fucked him up. And and Jared Goff is not the guy. I don't think he ever was the guy. I think he was just like like I said. I think he was the guy that was like a not a system quarterback, but like he had the weapons to take time to fucking bomb it to people because he had so many weapons. You know, he's like a a, a Kurt Warner, if you will. You know, he's just he had that many weapons. But um. I think they're going to take a fall from grace like the Rams did. Some of the Rams did last year. and But I think Chiefs are going to fucking all... I think Chiefs are basically going to be like... Um, I don't want to go to an extent and say like the Golden State Warriors, like how many championships they won. But I think they're going to be like the Golden State Warriors in terms of the way they play. I think the super flashy just dropping dimes all day, that's just not going to stop. Unless unless Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, which I really fucking hope doesn't happen because that shit's super unfortunate when you finally have a huge star in the NFL or the NBA and something super tragic happens to him. It's just, that's horrible, and I really hope that doesn't happen to him because he's a great guy. I think even even Niner fans that lost to him, he didn't see, like, I don't think, I didn't really see anything of, like, fuck Patrick Mahomes. He's not a dick. He's not a douchebag. He's a super humble dude, and he just, he overall seems like a great guy, and and I was happy to see him win a championship because I've liked him. I liked him when he started tearing. I'm not going to be one of those shitheads that says I watched him in college because I fucking didn't, but when I watched him, I watched him his first year, and I watched him play his first game because I have a because in one of my fantasy drafts, one of my buddies, he's a real big Chiefs fan, and he was talking all this shit about him. I was like, ah, oh, whatever, you know. Then I, I heard his name during the end of the year, watched him play, saw his interviews. He's a great guy, and I, I'm just genuinely happy for him. And I think I can speak for most people when I say that I'm super happy for Andy Reid too. He totally fucking deserved it. He's the he's he he revolutionized the game. The way the NFL is being played now is the way he he drew it up back in the day with like Donovan and T.O. and shit. Just bombs all day. Get time in the pocket. You know, just, you know, it's a beautiful style of play. So, um, I think that wraps it up for me today, fellas. Or everybody, sorry. I don't want to exclude it. Just the fucking dudes. But, um, yeah, I, I think that wraps it up. And, um, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to add another song to this, actually, with from my boy, uh, Raiden J. Remember to go ahead and follow him. He's R-A-I-D-E-N-J-A-Y on Instagram. And um, thank you so much, guys, for listening. I'm going to put a track right now. I don't know if I... I think I just fucking said that. But um, thank you so much. And remember, everyone, everything is better deep fried. Yeah.